0: Last week, the European Parliament passed resolutions condemning the repressive forced assimilation of Tibetan children in Chinese state-run boarding schools in Tibet and criticizing the promulgation of the Chinese government's Order No. 19. The resolutions were adopted with a vast majority from the members of the parliament. We will discuss the recent developments in favor of Tibet in the European Parliament and I'm very pleased to have uh, Representative Rinzi chuten from the Office of Tibet, Brussels. Tashi Delek and welcome to our program, madam. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, congratulations on having this resolution passed in the European Parliament. Uh, can you tell us what does the resolution entails and uh, uh, could you also tell us the background of this achievement?
1: Thank you very much. Um, This is, uh, I think, a very significant uh, um, achievement uh, because uh, this is the first ever uh, resolution in the European Parliament on the forced assimilation of Tibetan children and uh, we have been working on this for over a year and I'm very pleased that this has come to fruition uh, just before Christmas. Um, And the the parliament member that tabled the resolution uh, is Miss uh, Salima Yenbu. So she was one of the uh, delegates who traveled to Daramsala in March earlier this year. Uh, I would, of course, like to express my gratitude to the European Parliament for adopting these two resolutions uh, and also for taking a strong stance on the um, on China's forced assimilation of Tibetan children and also on the promulgation of order number no. 19. and likewise I would also like to acknowledge uh, the efforts uh, put forward by uh, MEP Salima Yenbu uh, for the resolution and uh, MEP Hilde Votmans for the, the for the report of the EU China uh, of the Front Affairs Committee on the EU China relations.
0: And also, uh, the last resolution uh, on Tibet uh, was passed in the European Parliament in 2019, uh, condemning the China's action, including the so-called uh, patriotic education campaign in Tibet. So this resolution, the re- this time the resolution came after four years. And uh, so can you tell us uh, what's the implication here? And uh, do you see there's a growing um, support for Tibet cause in the European Parliament now?
1: Um, we have actually always uh, enjoyed a very good support from the European Parliament for uh, the Tibetan issue. And I think we have been very lucky, despite, you know, uh, um, despite a lot of pressure from the Chinese government, that European Parliament continues to support the Tibet issue. However, um, as you rightly said, this resolution comes after four years. So I, I think in this way, it is again uh Another, you know, it's much more significant because it's, it has come after four years. And the fact that they are raising this very important issue of uh, the Chinese state-run boarding school and condemning them and also calling for the immediate abolition of uh, the, the state-run boarding schools in Tibet is, I think, uh, very significant.
0: Uh, and uh, could you elaborate uh, uh, the significance of such resolution on uh, EU-China relations?
1: Uh, As you know, the European Parliament resolutions, though uh, they are non-binding, but however, uh, since it is adopted in the European Parliament, which is... uh, which is the second uh, democratic electorate in the world just after uh, India, Uh, and also the fact that there are members of um, parliament from 27 different member states uh, with 705 uh, parliament members, I think this is um, uh, This this makes it much more important than, of course, resolutions passed in the national parliaments. And I think this will have... some sort of consequence on the EU-China relations, because as you may have seen, after the European Parliament adopted the resolution, the Chinese government has come out and uh, they have rejected uh, the the adoption of the resolution on the uh, Chinese uh, state-run boarding schools in Tibet. So I think China is feeling the heat. Uh, This is the reason why they were compelled to make a number of communications rejecting uh, the resolution. So this will have uh, some consequences on the EU-China
0: relations. Uh, Can you walk us through the uh, process of passing a resolution in the European Parliament? Uh,
1: Well, in the European Parliament, uh, of course, um, uh, either one member or a number of members uh, can table a resolution on an on a topic that they choose uh, to table a uh, resolution and then of course it has to be supported by the major political groups you know there are seven political groups in the european parliament so the bigger groups must support it uh, support the motion so that uh, it can be on the agenda of the european parliament's plenary so there is a lot of back and forth negotiation before any issue can make it to the agenda of the European Parliament, then it is discussed in the, then there is a debate in the European Parliament when the Parliament is in session in Strasbourg, and then after that uh, the resolution is adopted.
0: And uh, do you see uh, any prospect of these resolutions becoming a law soon?
1: Uh, like I said earlier, European Parliament resolutions are non-binding, uh, but of course it depends uh, on the um, European Commission whether they would uh, want to make it into a law because uh, the resolutions will be forwarded to the presidents of the council and the commission, since the commission is the executive of the European Union. So uh, any any law uh, that they want to initiate uh, must be proposed by the European Commission. Maybe, uh, if I may, I would just like to add one thing. Uh, There was a resolution in the European Parliament that was adopted on the 14th of December. And then there was uh, the report by the... Uh, Foreign Affairs Committee of the EU-China uh, Foreign Affairs Committee on the EU-China relations that was uh, adopted on the 13th of December. So, uh, of course, a report after uh, it is being uh, you know voted in the plenary by all the members of the European Parliament, then it becomes also uh, also a resolution. So, in that sense, you know, we have had uh, sort of two resolutions. And if you look at the uh, report uh, on the EU-China relations of the Foreign Affairs Committee. Uh, you will find uh, two important paragraphs on that, again, condemning the uh, first assimilation of Tibetan children and also the promulgation of the Order No. 19 that came into force on the 1st of September this year.
0: Thank you so much, Kongola, for talking to us about this very important resolution on Tibet in the European Parliament. Uh, Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me.